Hey, welcome to the Up North QCast. I'm Matt. And I'm Tori. Wait a second. Yeah, that's that's not right. I think we got it backwards. All right, let's do it again. Okay, go ahead. Hey, welcome to the Up North QCast. I'm Tori. And I'm Matt. And we are sitting outside the Celts. We are at Celts, uh, Celts Restaurant here in downtown Farmington. Mm-hmm. You know, last time was a lot of fun when we sat out. Where were we? We were at, at the El Charo. El Charo Mexican restaurant. Another local business. Yes, we, we like to patronize them. Absolutely. Maybe have a cocktail. Yeah. Why'd you have to put it out there? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? Well, right now, it's it's pushing 7 o'clock at night uh, mm-hmm. down here. It's 91 degrees. 91 degrees at 7 o'clock. That's yep. crazy. You know, you know, that's funny you said that. You know what? Because today, we're going to talk about time and temperature. Isn't that a great segue? Absolutely. That's good stuff. Yeah, so um, today's podcast will be about, we're going to talk about time and temperature of briskets, of pulled pork and, and ribs and, you know, how, how long it takes, you know, why, you know, Tori, what, to you, time and temperature, what's the big misconception? The big, so, let's, let's, get, let's get it started. Yes. So the big thing, you know, I, I get a lot of people that know that I barbecue with, and that's, that, that's their favorite. One of the big questions I get, how long does it take to cook a brisket? Or how long does it take to cook <laughs> yeah. pork? Yep. Or this, that, and the other. And, you know, there is no certain time. I can tell you on average about how, how long it takes me to cook a, a certain piece of meat or, or protein or whatever. But it, it really depends on a lot of different factors. And what I find interesting is, is the moment that I say, on average, for example, it takes me four hours to cook, you know, a slab of ribs. Okay, so from start to finish, once they're rubbed down and they're put on the smoker, four hours until you pull them out and they're finished. Mm-hmm. Is that including putting sauce on them or just that's when they're cooked that, that, that's when they're done okay but what will happen often is people will come back to work and say hey you know man i had those things on for four hours and they weren't done <laughs> and i i often find myself in a conversation saying you know i never told you that it takes four hours i said on average it takes me this time and i have to reach in an, an, an internal temperature yep is what i'm looking for i, I so, agree with that so so do you get those same Yes, uh, for sure. Um, well, one thing I want I would like to bring up is is I wrap. Mm-hmm. You do not wrap. I do not wrap. I okay, wrap. so mine take about the four hour mark as well. Mm-hmm. I usually get a couple hours of smoke, sure. And then in the wrap, I'd say an hour and twenty ish. Maybe a little longer depends upon if they're done, mm-hmm. right? If if you get that internal temp, and I like to go personally to about one ninety five mm-hmm. um, for a rib. Uh, we can talk about the other meats, but and then I. I'll take them out, sauce them, put them back on just to tighten up the, the sauce a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then that's about four hours, maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do it, do you, once you get towards the end of your rib cook, you're, you're in there with a thermal pan, right, and checking Absolutely. it? Mm-hmm. What do you go to? I go around the same thing, 195, but here, here's the deal. Four hours doesn't mean anything. It, it, it depends on your smoker. It depends on the temperature you're cooking at. Yep. It depends on how many ribs you have in there. Yep. You know, it, there's a lot of different factors. But what you really want is, if depend, depending on the tenderness, you want that temperature. I agree. I, I think um, I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. You know, meat science, I've read about this. I've talked to some of our teams that we, you know, have interviewed. And there's a science to it. So once, once meat hits a certain temp, generally it doesn't take more smoke. Right. And we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and once it hits a certain temperature then it starts to break down the collagens and the fats. And so, you know, especially in a rib. Mm -hmm. Um, The issue that I have sometimes is I 
I like to cook things low, mm -hmm. um, but a rib maybe a little bit higher because I want that fat to render. Sure. I mean, you, in everything you do, mm -hmm. but in a rib, uh, even Dan uh, talks about, uh, he doesn't want to turn in a rib that has that white fat that you can see it. Right. It doesn't right. look very you good. You to break down. You are correct. Mm -hmm. So it has to hit that that temperature of the 195, even pushing 200 mm -hmm. to get that fat rendered. Mm -hmm. So you're right. But in order to get that bite, just that one little bite that comes off when you when you take a piece, you have to let it cool. Otherwise, you're going to pull that rib right off the bone. You are correct. I, I, I rest everything. Yes. You have to I rest my ribs. I, it doesn't matter what meat it is. You have to rest it. Mm -hmm. If you take it out, cut it, you're going to lose all the juice. All the moisture goes right away. Everything's gone. Mm -hmm. And, it's, and, a, and a good rib, you have to let it rest. Mm -hmm. I fully agree with you. So if anybody's out there listening, uh, 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 give us some feedback. You know, like I say, we, I get this all the time. And I'm, I'm almost, almost reluctant to give, give people even an example of, of an average time because they'll always come back and say, hey, I cooked it for eight hours, like you said. Then it wasn't done. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I never, I never said that. <laughs> so maybe I should just not even give an answer and just say, here, cook it until this temperature. Yeah. I think the f when I first started doing ribs, um, I've always wrapped, okay, but mm -hmm. they would used to take me six hours. Mm -hmm. And now cooking them a little bit hotter, they take less time. And I think that's more competition style. It shouldn't take you seven hours to do a rib. It shouldn't. No. I mean, I had good results before, you know, going a little bit little bit lower temp, but I think doing a rib, you know, between the, the 250, 250 is about where I like to be mm -hmm. um, for ribs. I know some folks on the comp circuit are the 275-ish. Okay. Um, and one thing I'd like to bring up, wonderful guy, David Ellis. Okay. He's told us this before, the machete boys. <laughs> he has told us that take that thermal pen, turn it around, don't even look at the temperature on mm -hmm. it, but when you poke it and touch it, it has to feel a certain way. Absolutely. So it's not when it's, it's done when it's done. It's not a four hour cook. Mm -hmm. It's if, it, if you probe it and it's still tight, it's not done yet. Mm -hmm. So don't even look at the clock. You know, I 100% agree with that. But I do that only when I'm cooking for home. When okay. I have patrons, I make sure that I have the, the correct temperature. Okay. But I, there, for me, I'm, I'm with them 100%. Well, There's a feel. I can look at it and I can feel it, and they're done. Well, I, I'll give David credit. He's, he's an awesome cook. He's won a lot of great awards. Mm -hmm. he's, he's a wonderful, wonderful teacher. Well, he's a, he's a pit. Is he a pit boss? He's a pit master, boss. He's pit not a pit. He calls himself the the pit boss because um, he bosses people around. He tells them what to do, right? Um, but he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And um, but I I always tempt things too. Sure. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's if it's ribs, brisket, or Absolutely. or pork or whatever. I I tempt Safety it, especially first. chicken. I mean, oh, man. chicken. That's play with that. you, that's not a time time thing either. You need to make sure it's done. Right. Right. I always right. go to one seventy at least. Mm -hmm. So make sure that chicken's done or get somebody sick in between the thighs you want to get back in there because the breast it'll 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 get done first mm -hmm. you want to get between the thigh and the uh the need, leg there. need to get inside there yeah mm -hmm. um but yeah the chi you know chicken's a whole nother animal of mm -hmm. course you know it clucks but it's <laughs> it's a whole nother animal <laughs> sure. um but the rib part yes i go to 195 and then i let it rest mm -hmm. so right. and then i cut it when it's cooler yes so when it's serving temperature yes you want it to be to calm down absolutely um, so yeah, and I'll but I will take it out of the wrap, throw it on the on the smoker with some barbecue sauce to tighten that up a little bit so it's a stickier rib. Mm -hmm. I like a sticky rib. I don't like it be runny, 
runny. Um, but if it's glazed, well, stickier the better for me. So you, you mentioned wrap. Let me ask you this. I mean, and this goes for any any protein. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't I don't wrap uh, my chicken, but no pulled pork, brisket, or whatever. When is there a good time, or when do you when do you wrap? Okay, let's let's talk about ribs only now, and then we can maybe talk about the others later because we both. I'd like to talk about each protein. Okay. Um, to me, when I wrap the ribs is based on color. Okay. It's it could be an hour and a half. It could be two hours. If your smoke is nice and clean, it might take a little bit longer to get that nice, beautiful color you want. Um, sometimes I leave it on too long, which and then I kick myself. If it gets too dark before you wrap it, your end product's not going to be very good. So is that it, right? it, it, I think it's it's a okay. it's a total balance for me. Okay. I like that red, beautiful rib color, mm -hmm. and then I like to use a nice red um, barbecue sauce or, or glaze on it to give it that red color. What do you think gives it that color? The rub. Mm -hmm. um, I know um, some friends of my other friends that use rubs that are more. They almost look more like a steak rub. Okay. Okay. They don't have any that much paprika in them. They don't have much chili powder, which I use. My rub has chili powder, paprika, and then all the other things, too. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a nice red-colored rub. Okay. I like that. Mm -hmm. And that gives it a nice, beautiful color for me. And the water pan helps, helps the uh, uh, color or smoke adhere to the, uh, to the meat. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, so I will smoke it. I'll check it in an hour and see where they're at and then continue going. And then when I when, when they get the color, because they're not cooked yet, they're not done. No. So then I'll wrap them up um, with, you know, I'll put a little, a line of barbecue sauce, a little bit of brown sugar, a little bit of honey, mm -hmm. and that's it. I do not use any butter. And the reasoning I do that is ribs have a lot of fat in them anyway. Right. So mm -hmm. you want to cook the rib, you don't want to steam the rib. Sure. I think you you wrap them nice and tight mm -hmm. to get that this ingredients right on the top of the rib or on the bottom or wherever you put it both both sides, mm -hmm. so it cooks the rib. Steaming it, you do not want to steam your ribs. Okay. I don't think. Sure. Um, I did that in the beginning. Bad idea. So, alrighty. Well, we're, we talked about ribs. We'll get be right back. All right, we're back, Tori. Um, we were talking about how I cook my ribs and kind of mm -hmm. the time and temperature of those. Um, can you interject on what do you do for your ribs? Pretty much the same thing, but the the, uh, the one thing I don't do is, is wrap my ribs. Okay. You know, and uh, I don't use a, a water pan. I kind of, I, I spritz them. Okay. You know, I, I, can, I look at them, take a peek and see, you know, how the color's going. Okay, this needs a little more spray. They're drying up a little bit. So I spritz them and that helps my color. Okay, it, it, it helps them from getting too dark. From getting too dark, yep. Okay, so perfect, yeah. yeah. The water pan for myself is, is that's same process, just same thing, just different process. Mm -hmm. You know, the water pan will release the water and it, and it keeps, it, 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 it keeps the smoke at bay, I think. Well, actually, I don't know if it keeps them from getting too dark. What it does, it makes the smoke adhere to the, to the meat. Okay. You know, okay. Because it's going to get the color it's going to get. I mean, the, lo the longer you leave it in there, it's, it'll get darker. It'll darken up. Yeah. 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 Yep. So. And let me ask you this. This is a, this is a question. How about your rubs? Do your rubs have a lot of, lot of sugar in them? Very little. Okay. I mean, very little. Me too. And the reason for that is, is there's a science, burns. science, sugar burns. Sugar, mm -hmm. sugar will turn dark. Mm -hmm. So, and then I like to put a little bit more salty, um, salty, spicy 
um, uh, on there, and then I like to use a nice sweet sweet sauce on it. Mm -hmm. So that's how I do it. Probably sure. similar for you. Same same deal. Okay, and I'm a dry rub type of guy, so I make sure I get enough rub on there to uh, make make it make it count. Make so, it count. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, great. Well, let's segue from the ribs. It's getting a little, a little windy out here today, yeah, huh? You know what? That breeze is nice. It does. Yeah, it's, it's 90 degrees still. Yeah. Um, feels good. Let's segue into pulled pork. Mm -hmm. So, pulled pork, um, same thing. How about do friends ask you how long it takes? All, all the time. <laughs> you know, and, and it's the same answer. You know, it, it depends on, you know, the size of the pork, size of your smoker, the temperature you're cooking at. You know, do you want to pull it? Um, uh, you can buy a pork shoulder that's 8 pounds versus 12 pounds. Mm -hmm. It's going to take longer. It's going, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. it's not going to take... What answer do you give them? You know, I, I tell them on average, as usual, it takes about this much time. And I should probably stop doing that and say I cook it to this internal temperature. Internal temperature and, and the feel of it, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, when you push your... You, you can push into the the fat part of it too, and when it, well, just like brisket or when it jiggles, mm -hmm. um, and then you push into the fat, and when your when your finger actually goes through it sure. very easily, mm -hmm. and then it leaves an indentation, that's when I know it's done. Sure. Um, because fat, when you just touch it, it doesn't move, right? Sure. So I, then I know it's it's pretty much rendered out mm -hmm. to where you want it to be. And and you can confirm that once you unwrap it, and that bone pulls right out. Perfect. I mean, it, it, it's there's no effort at all. Okay, it's like asking to take me out. <laughs> take, it's, it's it's time to go. Right. Um, okay, so you wrap when mm -hmm. you get your color. When I get my well, I, when I get two things, when I get an internal temperature of done, edible done, one sixty five. Which which means it's it's safety. Yes. Okay. One sixty five. Okay. I've got two things going. I've got the color and the temperature going. Not both. I mean, not not one or the other. I have both. Okay. So if I have the if I have the color and not the temperature, I won't wrap. You, because the color is going to remain the same. Okay. I usually use a controller. Okay. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. um, so the controller has the probe in it, and then when I see it hits the stall, mm -hmm. that's when I decide. Okay, what are we going to do here? How much longer is it going to take? Sure. Um, but I do not wrap mine. Okay. I don't wrap anything. At all. A any the only thing I wrap is my ribs. Mm -hmm. I do not wrap my pulled pork. Okay. I do not do that. And you've had my stuff. Yes, absolutely. The kids love it. Okay. Actually, we, we all do. But the kids, I got to fight them for your stuff. Man, so. <laughs> well, you, I've, I've, had every, I've, had, I've had all of your food, brisket, ribs, mm -hmm. pork. We, it's wonderful. We just have a different way of getting there. Sure. Yeah, we get the same, same product. We mm -hmm. just get that different. But I'm guessing if on average, okay, we're going to use the time thing. Okay. On average, how long does it take when you wrap? Well, 14, 12? Again, that's, that, that varies because it depends on the smoker I use. Okay. Um, I will say the uh, Backwoods Chubby, on average, that thing is a beast. I can have pork butts done in eight hours. Wow. A I, don't, I don't understand it. That thing is a beast. It's compact. It's compact, insulated. So the smoke in there, um, do you, you use charcoal, correct? You use charcoal. Like lump coal? And... Chunks. Uh, wood, chunks of wood. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's below it? Yep, very below it. Yep. Is there water? Water pan. Okay, so you've got a water pan. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. I use water pan for everything I do. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so it takes 8 to 10 hours yes. in, in the chubby. How about in, have you done those in your new outlaw? Yes, I have. And they take the outlaw, actually, to be honest, the outlaw is almost, almost faster. Really? It's crazy. I've loaded that thing up, and I was impressed. 
I have no idea. I, I had no idea it was going to do that. I'll, let's put it this way. We hit the stall in that outlaw much faster than I would have in the... Uh, in the chubby? In the chubby. With way more. With way more meat in there. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's an offset smoker, so it's pulling, you know, how they were. It's, it's pulling the heat and the smoke right past it and out probably mm -hmm. faster sure. than in that small compact machine sure. is my guess. Um, now, it, it, it didn't get done any faster. It got it, done it, faster. It, it hit the stall for faster. Absolutely. Okay, gotcha. Absolutely. It got, it, it got done faster in the uh, The outlaw. 160, 170 I mean, stall. Excuse me, in the chubby. But the outlaw, it hit that stall faster. And it was huh. like, wow. That's interesting. With way more uh, product. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's then you wrapped them. Yes, then I wrapped and them. And then you threw them back on again, and then it probably took about the same amount of time about to, to finish them. Finish, yeah. Because yeah. once you take them out, they cool off a little bit. Mm -hmm. You wrap them up. Do you put anything in your wrap? No, I don't. I just okay, just, just spritz them and yep. put them in. Yep. And, then, and then they take you know, how much longer to get to the 200, the 200, yeah. 203, whatever you need mm -hmm. to get them, get them done, right? Sure. Well, I do not wrap my pork at all. I just I leave it on, and when it's done, it's done. 14 hours or so on the big green egg is, is pretty, I'm not going to say... That's that's an average time, I think. Um, but I go by temp. Yeah, by absolutely. Temp. And if they're at twelve, if they're twelve pounders, they're going to be done long. It's going to take maybe sixteen. Take a little while longer. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I don't I don't care because I start them the night before. Sure. And sure. then if so, if I have to pull them off at, you know, if I start them at eight at night and they they come off at noon, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Because I take them and put them in a the cooler anyway. Yep. They're going to rest. They, you got to rest. Got to rest them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? You have dinner. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's one thing for the for the listeners. Um, Make sure that you're resting your meat. You don't, you don't want to cook right up to dinner time. I've heard those stories where where, where folks have they're rushing. They, they, well, they try to time it right for dinner. No, you don't. You you want you want to get that meat done and give it a few hours to rest. You can let pulled pork or a brisket honestly sit in a cooler, uh, you know, in a pan under hours. under towels mm -hmm. for eight hours if you had to. You could make sure you keep a temp. Uh, uh, um, a probe in there to, to monitor the temperature, but yes, sure, absolutely. I guarantee you, the last time that I did, I did a brisket. I put it. It was done about eleven. Mm -hmm. We wanted to have it for dinner. I left it in there till dinner. It was still one hundred eighty-five degrees. Absolutely. It was it, still it, smoking hot. Perfectly fine. And then we then we cut it. It was delicious. Yep, perfectly fine. So, perfectly fine. So yeah. So as far as pulled pork goes, I don't wrap, but they. You know, they take longer than yours probably would. Mm -hmm. And just, just like I said, make sure that you let it cool down because you, you open up the, the foil or, or we can talk about foil and, and uh, wax paper, uh, butcher paper. You open that up and then there goes your moisture. So just let it cool down. Let it rest. Let all that ju uh, moisture get right back in there and mm -hmm. make the meat juicy and tender. You'll be, you'll I, be just I like fine. To, I like to put them wrapped in a pan mm -hmm. and then, you know, then put towels over the top. And then when you come back out again, you take the towels off, there might be some juice in the bottom of your pan. Ooh, that's good stuff. And that's, save that. That's good stuff. You need to put that back in your Absolutely. in your product. Oh, yeah. And you then you've got some delicious stuff. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Well, it's, it's, well that's, that's product number two. Mm -hmm. So why don't we grab a cocktail? We'll be right back. I'm with that. All right, we'll be right back, guys. All right, so we're back. And we, uh, so, so far we've talked about uh, ribs. Ribs. Mm -hmm. We've talked about pulled pork. We have a little bit about chicken, but we'll yeah. we'll, we'll we'll revisit that later. Okay. Um, so now brisket. Yeah, brisket. Well, great. What again? You get a lot of questions on this, especially when you do catering events and mm -hmm. so on. You know, how long does it take? 
to do a brisket. What, what do you say? <laughs> I tell them the same thing, you know. <laughs> Third time now. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's on, a, on an average, you know. But, um, again, I'll, I'll stop doing that. I'll, I'll give them the temperature and tell them, you know, what, what we're looking for. Okay. You know, I personally think that just like any other meat, it's it's done when it's done, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you take your... I take my brisket to when I'm about 199 or so, then I'm checking it. Sure. Um, personally, um, a lot of folks go to 203 or so. I do I do 201. Sometimes if it's um, um, 199 in, in that area... It might be I, done. I'll pull it, yeah, because it, you're not... I'm, I've always got the probe in there. Sometimes it goes up a few degrees, so you're, you're there. Mm-hmm. You're right there. I would agree with that. I do not wrap mine. You do. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I pull it, put it in the pan, put a piece of foil over the top, and put it in a cooler. Mm-hmm. And I've checked it before, and it's gone from the 200 or so to 204, 205, Absolutely. just sitting. Once you pull it off the smoker, it will rise five degrees sometimes. Yes, it will. Uh-huh. It's just, that's just what meat does. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't wrap, and uh, time attempt for me, hmm, like I said, about two, 199, I'll check it, mm-hmm. and then pull two. It just depends on the feel as well. If it's mm-hmm. jiggly, if that, if that, skin or i'm sorry the skin the fat you push on it with your finger if it goes in easily mm-hmm. um all those factors then you know it's it's a done deal sure so and, and you can get away with um because uh, i've done it you can even go 195 and get away with it it's, it's not generally as tender but it's not like a tough piece of meat you can do it sure you, it, you could probably chop it mm-hmm. you might get a good product chopping it mm-hmm. um i like it to be Nice and jello-y. Yeah, same here. Feels like jello, same here. right? But, you know, to, to your original question, I think most folks that, that approach me, they don't, they're not, and maybe I'm wrong, as serious about cooking because that they don't, I don't think they run around with thermometers and stuff like that. <laughs> well, they, they, they just don't because they're, they're worried about time. Sure, sure. Uh, yes, yeah, so the temp is the most important thing, mm-hmm. um, I think, and the feel. Secondly, sure. I mean, both, both hand in hand, mm-hmm. correct? But there's not going to be any time that you can tell them it's going to be done. No. You know, um, you throw something on the smoker, it depends on the size, depends on the meat, depends on the fat content. Is it a Wagyu brisket? Is it a prime brisket? Yeah, what is it? How does your smoker work? How does your mean? smoker work? Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I do not even, I have a roundabout one at a time, but like you said, you give yourself enough time to let it rest. Mm-hmm. And it can rest six hours. Who cares? Everybody wants it to end up done right at dinner time, and that's not the way this works. No. If, if there's no magic number. There's no magic time. Well, you, you, you're done when you're done. Sure. Talk about the wrap then. So mm-hmm. when it gets to the stall and, the, and you get your pretty color on the brisket, is that when you decide to wrap it? It's the same as I do my pork. Okay. I, my, 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 my meat is done uh, uh, as far as temperatures goes. But I'm looking for both. I have to have the color and the temperature before I wrap it. Okay. Not one or the other. Do you put anything in your wrap then? Nope. Just just make sure it's moist enough. Make make sure it's it's, it's done. Okay. I don't I don't, put, I don't add anything to it. Um, the more uh, there, there's enough rub and seasoning in it that it it's it's perfectly fine. Because when you wrap something, it, again, essentially uh, steams it. Well, the, that's exactly where I was going to say. I I don't want to steam anything i want to cook it so it does it does steam it to a point you're mm-hmm. right however i always think about wrapping it tight enough for the meat to cook and for that fat to render and when you render fat and uh, you're going to as it as it gains temperature see the stall we all about the stall mm-hmm. the reason that briskets and pulled pork and ribs 
hit a stall is because they're losing moisture. Mm -hmm. And once the moisture is gone enough for, it's like you and I sweat, right? Mm -hmm. So losing that moisture, then when you wrap at that stall, um, you could push through the stall and just let it go like I do. Mm -hmm. It gets to a point where it loses enough moisture, so then it can climb again. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's just a people misconception on what is a stall and all that. That's what it's doing. It's losing enough moisture so that it will start climbing again. Mm -hmm. And people like to wrap to push through that. Sure. sure. So um, I don't. I don't. Are you going to try anything different with your with your brisket? Do you think? You know, at home. I'll be honest, uh, shout out to uh, Anderson Barbecue Supply. Perfect. You were there again? Yeah. So I was, uh, someone uh, told me about uh, beef tallow. Perfect. So Perfect. I said, I'm going to give it a try. Um, next time I do one at home, just okay. to put it over the um, the uh, brisket before I before I wrap it. I have not tried it yet. Uh, I've got some. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly happy, and so are my uh, patrons, perfectly happy with the way I do it, but I'll give this a try. I'm always looking to uh, see, you know, find different ways to do things. So, Well, like we were talking earlier, I did see some videos on Fiddle of YouTube, right, mm -hmm. um, of folks using tallow when they're wrapping beef, mm -hmm. different kinds of beef. And they say that it gives it kind of a silky, sticky, um, really nice flavor, mm -hmm. and it helps uh, keep moisture in. So give it a shot. Yeah. You I'm never know. You would try it And I, I'm sure, I mean, Anderson Barbecue, uh, they're, they're not going to lead you astray no no i don't i was giving them a shout out because that's where i got it from but you, yes you bet absolutely. you bet yes so yep. if you want to get some a can of beef tallow what size is a big can it's like, like a bucket like oh. a little small mini pail okay so okay um, do you remember how much it was 20, I don't 20 bucks right 20, 20 bucks, 20 bucks? yeah okay. somewhere along that okay you probably get a few briskets out of that mm -hmm. i'm guessing so. you know and i don't even know how much to use so that, that's a good <laughs> i'm glad you said that because I, I i've never done it so we'll we'll see you know but i'll sure. try it at home for sure and the kids will let me know well, you you could always just just cover it. Just I would just slather it, mm -hmm. you know. Just maybe a, I don't know either. But just just cover it enough to sure. give it to give it some keep the moisture in. Sure. Yeah. So, well, that's great. Well, thank you so much for telling me how you do brisket. I just let it go. Sure. I just let it go until I mean it gets pretty dark, um, but I like a bark. I like a little on the. I don't mind if the edges are a little bit crispy, right? It's it's funny. I was just sitting here thinking we're different. But the same in a lot of ways. Like I said, I don't I don't wrap my ribs. You do. Yep. I wrap my pork and beef, and you don't. I don't. I do <laughs> not. Um, but you've seen when the pork, when I've given you pulled pork, the there some of the pork in there, of course, from the from the outside of the of the. Yes. It's it's kind of dark, right? Mm -hmm. So it's got some dark strands in mm -hmm. there. Um, but to me, I just love that part oh, of it. Oh man, you mix it in with the rest of it. But you can take your nice little piece off when you're testing it to yep. see what it tastes like. Yep. Yep. you mix that right in there, man? And it's, it's it all it all gets the, like the the tougher um, bark gets gets get, you know it gets moisture to it, mm -hmm. so then it, it it mixes in. Absolutely, so it's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome, Tori. Um, one last thing we'll just bring up real quick. Um, chicken. Yeah. Time and temp. No. No. When it's, it's done, it's done. It's temperature. <laughs> chicken is. Hey, people, if you if you're listening, get that chicken done. Uh, there's funny posts on. Um, on Facebook, and I belong to a group. It's called 203 is Tragic, mm -hmm. <laughs> which means, you know, uh, there's a lot of funny pictures on that that um, fails. Mm -hmm. Like, people are, are posting pictures of, oh, look at my look at my medium-rare chicken. And I'm Absolutely thinking, what not. is going on? And it's yeah. a picture. And so people repost that to make fun of it and, and to say, look, this is not right. No. But then there's just a lot of 
bad looking barbecue on there. It's just it's kind of funny stuff. But yeah. so everyone, 165 Health Department says it's safe. It must be. Has to be at least 165. It must be. And and if you're doing whole chicken, mm-hmm. probe it. You know, Absolutely. probe it in the you know deep enough to get an internal temp. Absolutely. And so your so your thigh might be 180. You know, and your um, you know, hard to say, but the bre- the the breast might be 170. It you know it, it doesn't go up very much. I mean, the breast could be down first, but make sure you get it between that thigh and leg pretty good because that that's that'll come back to bite you. Yep. Don't even think about time when it's done. It's done. Yeah, when it's done, it's done. Yep. Perfect. Well, awesome. What what a great time. Thanks for meeting up with me. Yeah. Yeah. It's cooling down a little bit. It is. You know, our our meat is resting. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so. All right, well, um, you know, thanks a lot for listening in, folks, and get out there and smoke something.